0: Welcome to Slacker Motor Radio with Brad Nasson. Based out of the Pacific Northwest, we're talking motorcycles and the motorcycle community. and We're excited to have this hour with you. Here we go.
1: Hey Brad, how you doing? I'm doing good. How's Addison? I'm good.
0: You're, yeah. you're quiet today. Am I quiet? I don't know. No, now you're loud. Yeah.
1: Um, well, that's you asked for. One it. One of these
0: days, we're going to get this right, and it's just going to be smooth as butter. So we're just letting everybody know. One of these days. I think we need another mic. That that would be helpful. Yes. But we'll get there. Okay. A little support, we can get there. Probably yeah, is the best answer there. Yeah, but probably, uh, yeah. anyway, I know neither of us did a ton this weekend. I worked on the uh, the scooter a little bit. My wife's scooter. I don't know. Whether I've mentioned it or not, that a while back we bought her a scooter at a fairly low cost. And okay. It would run great, but startup was very difficult. And so I've kind of diagnosed the, the fuel was real old. Clear, pulled the tank out, emptied it. Mm-hmm. Went through everything with carbon and fuel cleaner. Um, then kind of went through some of the controls that were having issues, checking for any electrical issues. Whether it was just bad connections or burnt wire or whatever it might be, the bike had been... Clearly dropped in the past, so I didn't know what to expect. Whether right. mice chewed through it or, or who knows with this bike. Yeah, you said um, it was a little bit rigged, Last a little bit time. rigged, and I so I pulled ever actually pulled all the bolts apart that were rigging it, and it's pretty rigged up. There's but it looks like about two little casting pieces to the controls. I could basically rebuild the whole thing. Okay, um, they're just straight up broken in the middle, and they had kind of Jimmy rigged together to hold it as one piece. Oh. Yet, obviously, being on a round bar, it wasn't supporting it well, so some of those connections were bad just because the grounding was terrible, and other connections, uh, you know, with regards to throttle control and brake control were just loose because there was really no way to mount it correctly when you had broken it in half. Yeah. So instead of buying... I looked online and I didn't get the whole mechanism, the whole bar, the whole control system. Not You can buy just the piece parts from Gimco, but... Um, found just the whole mechanism on eBay for like twenty thirty bucks. So okay, I think I'm just gonna buy the whole mechanism. I'll sell off the parts I don't need and hopefully make some of that back because I feel like it should be a ten dollar part. Yeah. You can't just buy that back casting. You have to get at least some form of the mechanism. Okay, well, so we're we'll gonna get
1: it taken care of. This is a yep. relatively low investment bike, it's super low
0: investment. I'm gonna get yeah. that. I'm gonna get a battery. I'm gonna see how it. You know, the the button start may not work. I don't know that it really is a grounding issue. It could just be something else internal. But mm-hmm. with some fresh gas and a fresh battery, that Kickstart should crank it up right. pretty quick. Right. So, so you
1: weren't able to d- diagnose any
0: operation? Wasn't aberration. able to see any obvious yeah. issues. and At the price that I got it and at the price that I'm wanting to sell it, I don't know that I'm willing to put more effort than that because I'm not right. looking to rebuild it and flip it by any means. I'm just looking to basically get what we paid for. So.
1: Did you find the solenoid for that? Or what? how is it engaging the server? So
0: it's just a, basically the buttons on the controls had loose connections okay uh they're just basically the wires are screwed in and soldered so the way that the buttons bolt screw into the back if you tear apart the control for the start and uh, on off kill switch mm-hmm. um if you tear that in half or in three in this case should just be in half but the back piece is two pieces so yeah. if you tear that apart on the front piece they're screwed in with tiny little like m4 maybe even smaller screws Mm -hmm. super tiny screws that both hold the wire and hold the uh the switch itself in place so they Uh kind of push in place and then they're held on or, or fastened by those screws just so they don't fall back out interesting um definitely a pretty cheap mechanism but i think those are cheap bikes so i'm sure it's factory right um, so it doesn't like, have a relay or a solenoid or anything that then engages, nothing. so it just I gets a signal and then... Connection. Now there's a whole huh. bunch more, you know, the the bird's nest that is the rest of the wiring in that front fascia uh-huh. that I didn't feel like chasing. Right. Well, does I it have, have a fuse panel, though? Uh, yeah, it has a fuse panel. Okay. With the fuse panel, everything looks good. Okay. So it's not just a simple fuse. It could be a relay or a solenoid or something that's mixed in this... Rat's nest of wires that I have to assume is factory because they all look like they're trying to be connected in some way.
1: But now I'm intrigued. I want to resolve your problem for you without doing anything.
0: Yeah, that's fair. No. Right. Okay, you can if you okay. want to just at home. That's the problem. If yeah. You want to sit at home and think about it real hard and fix that. That's great.
1: I'll have a solution by uh, next uh, episode. Yeah,
0: you probably will. Yeah. <laughs> you should just spend that effort and go work on the KLR.
1: I probably should. <laughs> all right. Sounds
0: good. No, that's about, I mean, really for bike work, that's about all I did this weekend. Yeah. Um, Clean the garage. I don't know oh, if I sweet. told you that already. Yeah, but you
1: were going to organize it, you mentioned.
0: Yeah. I, My wife and kids were fully on board. We kind of took everything out and oh, wow. got rid of a bunch and then just kind of better organized what was in there. So, I mean, I've got you know, four full rolling bikes that can move in and out independently. I don't have to shift everything to get one bike moved, so it's kind of nice. Nice. The kids can get their bikes out on their own. They don't need help to not knock over one of my bikes. Okay. So it's, uh, yeah, huge plus. Looks way clean. I've got everything kind of tidied up, and there's plenty of space to work on the bikes and yeah. do whatever I need, which is why I started tearing into that scooter, because I could do it in the rain, because we've had a ton of rain lately. Yeah, it's been a little bit... Uh...
1: A little bit of a downer, but we need the rain, so it's not bad. So did you set up the paint booth? Did you finish that?
0: Uh, so the frames are done. I just need to staple on the floor and the walls.
1: Okay, so you got room in the garage, though. So i got room.
0: It. Yep, put it in. Accordion in it. Set it and up and so it, yeah. basically the two pieces mount on top of each other. Okay. Just take up that little six-foot by two-foot gap. And then, uh, yeah, I'll just have to mount the the vinyl to it or whatever it is the plastic sheeting Mm -hmm. Um, so that'll be once I get rid of the scooter I'll have a little more room in there and I can basically have it open and actually be painting in it that's the it's been so rainy that I've had no desire to finish it and go paint outside and leave it in the you know humidity that's out there so it hasn't been a huge priority until it gets a little nicer kind of ready for that but uh, looking to get on the street again a few more a little more riding yeah, we got teased a couple weeks
1: back with some sweet weather, so yeah, it makes out of town it tough to see this. I appreciate
0: yeah. appreciate that everybody got to enjoy that. I was out of town. It was great. Yeah, I heard. It, did I say it was great? Yeah, and I think the the end of last week, um, not last week, but the week before, when I was also out of town, I heard it was really nice, too. Oh, yeah, it was awesome. That Thursday, Friday, I heard it was beautiful out here. Oh, it yeah. was wild. So, there we go. Nonetheless... Hopefully by the uh, by the onset of good weather, I'll we'll have a new bike anyway. So yeah. we'll get into that next time, yeah, in more detail. But we may Looking have forward to it. I've got a good lead, a guy that seems pretty legit and has. Uh, we've had good conversations, and and uh, I think things are going well. So, yeah. well,
1: you were in Canada, you know, a week and a half ago. Did you see any bikes on the road?
0: Not a lot. Really, I was a little surprised. It's Vancouver. I don't know that I've ever been to Vancouver. At least hasn't any memorable age maybe as a child i went up there we used to go to british columbia all the time okay wow. but i don't remember some of those years and none of those included vancouver beautiful out there it was weather was great so yeah that's how i know it was nice here because it was also nice up there okay um you know sitting so in a you rent- got nice weather what do you, yeah, you sitting in a rental about? car what did i have to complain about
1: oh, was it a challenger or rt no i say okay.
0: uh, i ended up with a taurus uh, oh oh a taurus <laughs> yeah full-size vehicle it was nice okay It was nice. I mean, it was no motorcycle, but it was nice. Yeah. I wasn't going to complain. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, weather was It wasn't
1: the SHO, I'm assuming.
0: Didn't see a lot of bikes. Saw a lot of high-end vehicles. I know this isn't really related to our motorcycle podcast, but saw two McLarens, multiple uh, Ferraris and Lamborghinis. Uh, Apparently, there's a lot of money in Vancouver, British Columbia.
1: You didn't rent one?
0: No, that wasn't in the uh, company rental options, nor was I willing to front the extra for that. Okay. But it was a good, good stay up there. It wasn't bad. I've been out of town a lot, so that also doesn't help with my, uh, PMS that I got right now. Park motorcycle syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. It's time to get on a bike. So I've been playing with a dirt bike. I'll probably just be riding that around the neighborhood this week just to get the bug out. Not the Y Zinger. Uh, the Y, no, probably not going to run the 50. Okay. No, I done, I did that last time. <laughs> neighborhood already knows I'm an <laughs> idiot for that one. I don't need to be running the 50 around town. But, uh, no, I'll get the, the KTM out. The 360 should be. Okay. It's ready to ride. i got to get fresh gas in it, so that'll be a good Well, it sounds to like the scooter
1: is almost as close. That's So true. you could be out on that.
0: That is true. Until scoot- yeah. it sells, get the scooter running around. Um, yeah, i got to get that. I mean, I still got to button it up. It's in pieces. Still. I know, I know. Nor was that really an intention for sale, but I'm talking about selling my, you know, selling the Triumph, and, and then if I can get the scooter out the door as well, it should be about enough cash to get the XSR maybe uh-huh. we've talked about that enough <laughs> <laughs> i guarantee you there's many people that are tired of hearing about an xsr 900 so we'll uh, yeah but you it. haven't
1: bought one yet no. and that's been the problem when it shows i like, don't think even if you buy deeper. it it's going to resolve the xsr conversation i think it's just going to explode a little bit so i hope everybody yeah. loves xsrs or never hear about
0: them never ending it's gonna be
1: awesome i'm looking forward to it for you but it'll be good yeah, and you can have space in your garage. Getting rid of the should scooter will be sweet. Yeah, for that.
0: Get rid of the scooter and the Triumph will be gone. Obviously, that's how I'll be able to afford said bike. Yeah, but uh, yeah, with those two gone, should have plenty of space to have it in there and get painting on some of the other projects that have just been sitting for far too long. Kind of get some some work done in there. So
1: it'll be good. Yeah, I feel you there, man. I haven't done anything with the KLR over the last couple weeks, but uh, had family in town. And then this last weekend, it was just time to spend it with the family and just focus on us. So that was actually really nice. I can't complain. And it was kind of rainy out. Would have been probably okay to go out and work on a bike during that, but it's all right. We had a good time. Yeah. Yeah, potty training the the kiddo. So that's uh, wild. It's interesting. Yes, no.
0: Yeah, it's not a one time deal.
1: No, no, we've had successes, which yeah. has been awesome. Good. Yeah, yeah. The first time he sat down on it, he wanted to read a book. Yeah, yeah. that sounds right. He probably and then, got it from you, from yeah, your magazines. Yeah, probably. And then he saw that wild look in his eyes and he wanted to get off the toilet because he had to poop. So, uh, you know, yeah. it's interesting. He's a little better about it now, but uh, it's going to be a process, that's for sure. That's fair. Yeah, but it's kind of fun just seeing the whole thing.
0: It's good to spend time with family. That's kind of I had spring break and took the week off. Oh yeah, didn't do anything motorcycle wise other than a little bit of work on the scooter because yeah, we were just doing stuff with the family, bowling and hanging out. Bowling, yeah. Took the kids bowling for the first time. Both Lane and scout got spares. Really, they didn't have any help um, on bumpers, but Uh, well, other than bumpers, well, that
1: kind of makes a difference a little bit, but still. But they had a good time
0: even with bumpers. It's pretty good. Yeah, They had a good time. Had a really good time. It was uh, it's a good spring break. But yeah, I'm ready to get back into the motorcycle swing i know there's a group going out this weekend but oh, are they okay it's baseball season and with kids that play baseball that basically destroys my saturdays for the next six months oh okay so is
1: is river playing
0: uh no lane's been playing okay Okay. we started t-ball this year so it'll be exciting he's all excited about it doesn't know what to expect but it'll be fun yeah
1: yeah that's where you can drive around the infield in uh utvs
0: right you can do whatever you want. Team okay. Ball. Yeah, there's no rules. Okay. They don't even pitch the ball. Take so the Weisinger yeah. out there and let him go. No rules. <laughs> no rules. Just throw the ball at people. Who cares? Yeah. It's like dodgeball. Have fun. If you hit them with the ball, they're out. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Should I not be teaching him this? <laughs> Sounds fair. Yeah. All right. If you can't get to them in time,
0: throwing it's just as good. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So I was talking with uh, a buddy at work here today. And we kind of got talking about the one show and other motorcycle shows that we've been going to. Okay. And, uh, you know, I, I tis the season to not go to shows. Since everybody's getting back into riding. All the shows are kind of... The big shows are in the winter. Sure. when sure. it's off-season, it's a good time to build and showcase what you did over the winter. That's fair. Um, but one of the conversations that came up, and I want your opinion on this, is unfinished bikes at motorcycle shows. Oh. Now, you and I walked through the one show, and there was a handful of bikes that... You know, didn't have controls, didn't have a battery, didn't have a rectifier, didn't have generally electronic or control-based components that may not be the most aesthetically pleasing. Mm -hmm. Do you think that's something due to wanting to have a prettier bike in general, or is that something that an unfinished project?
1: I don't know. For me, if somebody didn't finish or they kind of rushed the last-minute details just to have it so you could see the whole picture of what they were going for. I'm kind of okay with that because I think that they're going for more of the quality over just getting to the show. Now, obviously, if they did some last-minute things, then they rushed in the end. But I think that a lot of those guys are going to take it apart, and they're going to go back into it because they care. I believe that that's the kind of builders that you have there in general. Now, I know that I was concerned with the, the quality of some of what they did, but more of it was... Less of the, um, I care. I, I saw that a lot more people cared more about the function over the form. And I think that what we'd see is those people that had unfinished bikes at a show would actually go back and then they would finish getting the function right. I don't know if that exactly answers what you were looking for.
0: I'm more so just kind of curious on your opinion. I was talking to, to Buddy Blake here, and he was talking a lot about, uh, you know, about some of the uneasiness or the concern he had in kind of seeing that at these shows that if you're going to showcase a piece you need to ride it in you kind of it has that whole thing and i know that there are shows nationally that are that way that if you don't ride the bike into the show and or do some loop prior with the whole group it may not enter the show oh, you okay. cannot bring a non-running non-functioning bike to the show now does it have to meet all road you know state road requirements i'm not sure on that but it must be driving running riding bike i would say it depends on the show then if the show has that as a requirement then yeah it's got to be running otherwise
1: don't bring it in but if it's a static display and you're just going to be pushing it around you're not going to be starting it and it's showcasing what you can do and you're highlights as a builder i'm okay i guess with it not being 100 percent. i, I want to see it complete i want to see a finished bike when i'm at one of those but um not having a completed bike is maybe okay if they're more worried about getting it right
0: okay yeah okay what about your what, what's your opinion i i tend to kind of agree with uh with with what blake and i were talking about before that you know you've got you've got these bikes that our motorcycle, right, a moving piece of art. And if they're not moving, if they're not something that you can ride, I don't know. I think it detracts from that bike's ability to serve its purpose. Yeah, but we saw so many bikes that wouldn't even be on the road. Nobody would ever really ride them. Now, I understand there's a difference between having a bike that you're going to go tour on or go ride daily to work and a bike that you're going to ride down to the cafe or to the bar to hang out with friends, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, but there were bikes that weren't even going to hit the road ever
1: at that show. Sure.
0: Yeah. I don't disagree with They're that. They're just as now, good as a bike that's not 100% complete and rideable. Is it a bike that's not going to hit the road because the rider will not take it on the road? Or are you saying it won't hit the road because it's too nice to hit the road? What are you? Which bikes are you talking Because there were bikes there that won't hit the road because they can't hit the road. Mm-hmm. There was a, a KTM that I thoroughly loved the... Metal fabrication, I thought it was an incredible start, but had no control, you know, wasn't ready. No wiring, no controls, could not be ridden. Now, that to me looked like an unfinished project. I don't think that was there to be a showpiece of, here's my metalwork. I mean, it was, that's why he brought it unfinished, or he or she brought it unfinished, but that bike was intended more so, I think original intention was to have a complete bike, Mm -hmm. to have a KTM that looks better than your average KTM. absolutely, I'm sure. I'm sure. I don't think the intention was to say, "Hey, I'm just showcasing my ability to make fenders, tanks, seat pans, frames." Mm-hmm. You know, all the things that were changed, which was most of the bike. Right. I mean, obviously, it was a huge endeavor, but and and kudos to bring it. But should that be a showstopper? Should that win awards? Should an unfinished bike like that be eligible?
1: Oh, see, and I guess what I was bringing up, you were asking on what spectrum am I talking about when I say that they're not going to be riding it, and you went either too nice to ride or not able to ride it because it's not finished. And all I'm trying to say is that uh, we can debate on this forever because to some extent they're one and the same, in my opinion. Now, if we're going to talk about the ability to, and I'm not talking... When I, when I say that they're one and the same, that it's not a matter of the quality. I'm just saying that neither of them are going to be on the road in that regard. I disagree with you on that. I The other one, maybe. Maybe they'll start it up. But are they really going to ride it around? Because I'm sure the other one, the sure. KTM, might be able to start up as it was. I don't know. Because I don't remember the full details of that bike. But the ability to win an award, I guess it depends on what the awards are. Really, I mean, if you have the best running sounding bike, I mean, obviously it's not eligible there and nobody's going to vote it regardless. But if there's something super sweet that nobody's ever done and it's on that bike and maybe that's why it's not running is because they had to focus on this one area of detail, I think it should be in the running for it. I think it should be. It's not complete. Yeah, it's disappointing. I'd like to see it complete. You'd like to see it complete. Is it going to win an award? Probably not, but why couldn't it be in the running for
0: it? That's fair. I know a lot of these you know are are bikes that will run the circuit right? There's shows all across the u s and worldwide for that matter, and some of them are going overseas even or coming from overseas, and you know it, it could just be that there's you know we're talking specifically about some of the ones we saw at the one show. You know, next they're going to go to the Mama Tried show or they're going to go to any of the other shows that are available, the hand-built show, and they're going to get out there and they'll have a few weeks in between each show to complete the project and and be ready to go. You know, one of those shows, it will be 100% complete. And maybe, you know, I'm just trying to kind of bat around these ideas. But, you know, maybe the, the goal for that builder isn't the one show. Maybe that was just a. A way to showcase before and, you know, buy the Mama Tried show yep. or... Increase high. Any yeah. Given any show, name your favorite show yep. by Daytona Bike Week, it'll be finished. Yeah, but I mean, because you see people come in
1: even to the Portland uh, Auto Show and other things where they're going to actually be working on a car while they're there, right? So, are they no longer... Should they not be there because they're not finished? I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of mixing worlds here, but...
0: Yeah, but those are more so just to showcase what... A custom shop can do to showcase your paint skills or showcase your metalworking skills or, or whatever it is. They're not bringing cars that are showpieces to work on. They're bringing an advertisement to work what,
1: on. What is the overlying principle of the Moto Show? What is it? If we're going to come down to this is beautiful bikes or completed bikes showcasing your completion... Is that is that a fair statement, a statement about it, or what is the motor Show supposed to be? It's a builder's showcase, right? I, I'm go ahead and fill in the blanks
0: here. Yeah, I mean, it, I think it depends on the show. I think the One Show's motive is just to bring together the motorcycle community, and they definitely bring you know a huge focus on garage built bikes. It's yeah. not you'll find that at the One Show as compared to some of these more pristine shows, we'll call them. You know, the, the bikes there, you can get from somebody's slightly modified XR250 up to, you know, a completely customized Indian motorcycle, right? You'll, sure. you'll get from one end to the other of just, this is something, this is a passion that I've worked on slowly and meticulously over the last year, which, you know, similar to maybe this JT1 I'm building, mm-hmm. right? This is something that slowly and meticulously come together and only slightly custom, As opposed to somebody who's really good at what they're doing and comes out with a showstopper. Right. And I understand that, you know, it does depend on the show. I completely agree with you on that. Well, you
1: said motorcycle community for the one show. So, somebody showing up with whatever they have at that moment, which none of them were box of parts. There were definitely some that you could tell that the motor just got put in and hoses weren't even attached. And there were other concerns. But... You know, I, I thought it fit the venue and it also sparked interest in people that potentially would walk up and go, Oh, that's not finished, but what about if I did what I'm just just speaking for maybe somebody's thoughts. Oh, it'd be cool if it had this kind of a seat or rear fender or some sort of a finish for it, right? Sure. So it kind of sparks interest as a potential builder seeing something else that's not complete. So I think for the venue, it was fine, especially the building and how it was set up. I'm okay with it for the the one show. Now, if it's a show that's uh, all about awesome, over-the-top builds, and I show up and I've just got the frame and the motor sitting in there, sure, that seems way out of place, and that's a horrible showcase of you meeting a deadline as a... Manufacturer or uh, build shop.
0: That's fair. That's so fair. It was something that you. Uh, you know, I think a couple more than obviously more than just us noticed that as well. Yeah, you know, a couple of these bikes that were either unfinished or that was the showcase. I, you bring an interesting point. I don't know. Really I thought about the, you know, you showcase what you're good at on there. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't that uh, some of those bikes could very well that is the finished product. Yeah, could very well be the fact that hey, I'm you know, I weld tanks and my welding and metal work and custom compound curves are, are incredible and that's what I'm showcasing. Mm-hmm. I don't do wiring. So this is it is what it is kind of a thing.
1: Yeah. Um I think they'll all get finished though to that point. And I bet a lot of them are probably yeah, closer or if not done by now.
0: As well with the and the one shows a difficult example because it is an incredibly open and inviting environment. Yeah. Um I mean to the point of you know a lot of there's a lot of those builders that may that are not large shops that are just someone in their garage. Right. that is trying to put together a bike and, you know, had the money to do all the handwork mm-hmm. and do whatever they could, maybe get it painted but didn't have the money to have the engine rebuilt or if that's not their strong suit. Yeah. So you, you bring up a good point that there could be, you know, whatever there.
1: You could definitely see that. Though, as you at. walked around, you could tell where somebody's strong point was, even on the finished bikes. And you could see the areas that it's like they tried something new, which is cool and it's commendable, but it they weren't – Two hundred percent bikes, right? Sure. Yeah. No. Sure. But now I want to go again.
0: And I know, you just yeah. said
1: that it's not the season.
0: Every year, no, all the shows not not in season right now, man. I'm gonna go cry. We can uh, we can get that bug out though. Oh. Yeah, we can go to as many dealerships as we want. Yes. And uh, hopefully soon we will. I know. When did the demo rides start? Uh, demo rides intermittently. Uh, there was a Triumph one. Got canceled. It was. Yeah, it got canceled due to rain. Okay, this last weekend. Oh, Saturday. Yeah, would you have gone? Uh, I was on the calendar, but no. Given if if we weren't doing stuff as a family, I would have. Yeah.
1: yeah. Okay. Okay. But, Even uh, though you're getting potentially selling the Triumph, that
0: it's a good conversation. I, so selling the Triumph, things are going pretty well in that direction. Um but I don't think I will be getting another Triumph. I've kind of had my three years fun. Right.
1: That's what makes it surprising when you say that you might have gone to another one of these demo days for Triumph. I'd like Triumph. to
0: see the new Scrambler 1200. We've talked about okay. this already, but it is okay. a, in my opinion, it's a pretty epic bike, mm-hmm. and I would love to own one. I just don't want to put that kind of cash out for a bike right now.
1: Would you have jumped on a Tiger?
0: I'd be willing to try the 800s. Yeah. I'm, I've read too much from the internet that isn't entirely reliable. Oh, what? I, yeah. Right? Okay. Forums can be great and they can be terrible. And, and due to that, I've kind of read on both sides of the reliability. Therefore, yeah, I, think you have to. I don't know that I yeah, am looking for a tiger. Nor do I, we kind of had that conversation last time about adventure bikes in general. No, I know, but
1: if you had an opportunity to get on one, I think that I would, one. right? Yeah. That's that's what I'm getting For at. For the
0: demo day itself, just to go have fun, that's why I would go. Right. I because mean, have you best ridden best.
1: a Harley? Would you go on a Harley just be because it's a demo day and you can?
0: Sure. Yeah. In fact, you know, one of the things that, that I kind of was debating on talking about today or in the next few episodes was kind of new riders and what's good good practice. Oh. For if you're getting into bikes or haven't gotten into bikes or so you have a buddy that's telling you to get into bikes, whatever it is that you're not quote unquote comfortable with motorcycles, mm-hmm. yet you want to get into that side or understand more about it. You know, what are some good steps? And I think you're bringing up a good point that, you know, even me who's got a bike and happy to ride bikes and want more bikes and does, already has the bug, not looking to catch another bug because mm-hmm. I don't know where it would go from there. Yeah. But, you know, demo days are an awesome time that you can try out a bunch of bikes. Yamaha, you know, the, the Japanese manufacturers do a great job with their demo days because they bring a truckload of all of the popular bikes. Yes. And if you can get there on a day that's not crazy busy, you can ride most of those. Mm-hmm. You can get on and, and fire through, you know, for Yamaha, I mean, when I was there, we already talked about it, but I got through three different bikes, yeah. one of them twice.
1: Okay. You know, yeah.
0: four rides, through different bikes, which could have been other bikes. Uh, you know, I've seen Cowie and other other manufacturers do the same thing. So that I'd say that's an incredible way. If you're curious about riding, and/or already riding, curious about what you want for a new bike, is definitely take advantage of these demo days. Now, I'm also saying don't go to the ones I'm going to because I want to ride as many as possible. Okay. Please don't don't come. I want to be the only one there so I can just keep jumping on bikes over and over. The Northwest doesn't have any of yeah. these demo days. Yeah. Ignore all demo days in the Northwest, but if you live outside of the Portland metro area, <laughs> go to every demo day you get. Yes. And all joking aside, come and say hi to us if you come to a demo day and you see one of us.
1: For sure. No, I, there's another guy that, uh, that I've been talking to, Max, who's been uh, very interested in just riding different bikes. He, he likes his CBR250 but uh, he's got he's jumped on a what is it a Duke 390 and an okay. R6 at the demo day with yep. you one time and he got on that guy's FZ09 yep. the other day okay so it's just interesting because he's just checking things out he he loves that he has a bike that does everything he really needs it to but there's always that what if aspect and so i think he's actually taken advantage of these demo days. I'd like to try to get him in here for one of these uh, episodes. Be fun. So sh- I'll talk to him We him should
0: him. give him a holler, see if he wants to come in and talk. Okay. Uh, I know he's not too far out, so even if he wants to come in here and have a conversation, we should. We should you know, I invited him last time, but I need to make it more serious. So. Okay. Yeah. I mean, obviously, anyone that wants to, to join us is more than welcome. Yeah, there's a few people around
1: here, too, that are just getting into it that I think... Would be a great addition in one of these yep. podcasts. So we'll get them in here and just have that fresh perspective.
0: We'll have to. We had to, uh, I guess, kind of on a more clerical note, is we had to kind of jump out or get rid of episode one. So I know we've got people that have heard it, and many people that haven't, and all of our episodes now start at two um, due to just kind of turning the lights on. Okay, uh, we were trying to run on on uh, what we could get kind of on a starter free setup, and, and decided to kind of go. Full, full steam ahead mm-hmm. uh, with the podcast, so we had to kind of turn the lights on. And in that switch over, we lost an episode. Um, but that being said, those that have heard it, we're able to hear a little bit from one of our buddies, Dennis, mm-hmm. um, who we'll have to get back on to kind of follow up now that his, his inaugural episode is is missing. We'll have to get him back on and talk a little bit more. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of people we want to get on the show, so that's kind of... Yeah, it's been a while. We here. wanted
1: to do it more frequently, so we'll, we'll, yep. we'll get that jumped
0: up yeah and uh kind of yeah similarly we're hoping to go to uh, a weekly situation now that we've turned the lights on we have that capability
1: mm-hmm.
0: we'll be able to record a little bit more often but uh yeah we hope everybody's kind of enjoying what we're doing and and uh, we'd be excited to hear back from anybody we've gotten a little bit of a uh, little bit of emails and and some some correspondence from some listeners it's been mm-hmm. kind of fun to hear mm-hmm. what's going on and what everybody thinks Really appreciate the feedback, really appreciate the support. Yeah, we've got some Um, followers in South Korea, hello. Yeah, South Korea is new to the podcast (laughs) in the last few weeks. Yeah, we're going big. If you're listening from South Korea, welcome and thank you. Share with your friends. I know there's a lot more bikes out there than we have around here, so by all means, if you've got topics you want to hear about that we probably don't know anything about, we can babble on for hours.
1: And there's several people in the U.S. as well, so we thank you very much for listening.
0: Yeah, part of Appreciate turning the lights that. on is we now get to see a little bit more of what's going on, and it's kind of fun. So yeah. thanks, everybody, that's been supporting us. Um, if you're willing to support a little more than, than listening, of course, we've got our Patreon page. Mm. Now that the lights are on, we could use any support we can get. Uh, we are very appreciative. i um, kind of working on some new incentives for that. And if anybody signs up before anything's changed or new or has good incentives on there, it'll be retroactive. We'd be happy to to kick back to those that support early. Um, but otherwise, we appreciate it. Please uh, like, share, listen, leave us a review, and, and let us know what, uh, what you think. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Anyway, I hope everybody's having a, a great week, and we'll try to get back. We'll be back in two weeks, and after that, hopefully go weekly. Awesome. Let's ride on. <laughs>